The Yesterday and Today podcast is a fan-made, not-for-profit, just-for-fun compilation of chronological source materials as they pertain to the Beatles. The show is in no way affiliated with Apple Corps, nor any organization connected to John, Paul, George, or Ringo in any way, though we do consider ourselves premier members of the Bungalow Bill fan club. So kick back, turn off your mind, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. Yesterday and Today, 1969, Episode 28, January, Part 1 of 4. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Los Angeles Drive-In Church. Drive-In drugstore. This morning, Father Anthony Angeles will breathe a small sermon. Helps will it be of use to you. Take this, brother. May it serve you well. Hi, Ringo. Hi, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hello. Hare Krishna. I'm Roger Scott in London. It's 1969. In fact, I used to get accused in the Beatles. I remember John once when we started Let It Be, and I called a meeting and said, I think we should do something. And I've got a great idea. We'll do this film. And they couldn't quite understand why I was trying to get them out of retirement. Remember, John was saying, I got it. He just wants a job. And that was, it. that's about it. I do, I like a job. In January of 1969, we're still riding the waves with last year's White Album. Paul tells Melody Maker that he'd love to produce an album for Elvis Presley. He said, his albums haven't been produced very well, and as I'm a fan of his, I think I'd be able to produce him well. Beatles decided that their next album should be an attempt to get back to their roots. Alastair Taylor. In January 1969, Paul again got into the filming bit. Well, they all did. And one of the ideas they had was to really film the Beatles at work, warts and all. This should totally be built like, like those film sets, so that you can glide 
all, all over the place on tracks and everything with your cameras. Go places that TV cameras don't go, you know. Mm. So that you can come down out of that roof on one long shot right from the back there and just come down on a thing. Slowly, like a chair lift. Right down, right into Ringo's face. On the one shot, you know, from right back there. That's, you know, it's like the old films. And then have all sorts of cranes and lifts and stuff for your cameras to float around us, you know. And just all that flowing movement and then the songs, you know. And then really just stay with us. And then that'll create your sets then. You'll have cameras hanging all over the place like... George Martin. When I went to Twickenham, it was a terribly uneasy atmosphere. The whole feeling was um, not collaborative. Because, you know, the, we, whenever we talk about it, we have certain rules like George saying, what do you want to do? And he says, no films. You know, but it's wrong, though. It's very wrong, though, because you don't know. He says, what he means is no hell part days, not you know. And I agree, you know. But, like, no, films, because this is a film. And he now doesn't mind this, you know. But it's like, it's that kind of thing. Like, no TV show, no audience. But, I mean, see, it's like, when, when we came back from Hamburg and did Leicester de Montfort Hall, or wherever it was, Coventry, you know, we played the ballroom, and we had the worst first night thing, and we were all nervous, and it was terrible. And we played another the next night, and we've got a little bit better. <clears throat> next night, and then the next night, it was just too much of it played because we got over the hang of audience it's just like there was no one there but it was a, no, a new sort of thing and there was some fellow in the front watching how you're playing you know and you just and you we were just right into it and those will have been if you could have recorded those things you know they will have been the greatest because it is it's like Mel saying it's that bounce thing you know and we're good at that you know once we get over the nervousness but it's like there's the hurdle of that nervousness is there now so the you know when we can't get over it now, you know, unless, well, you know, unless we really sort of, like, go to the Albert Hall and get in a black bag, you know. See, and then the only other alternative to that is to say, well, we don't, we won't ever do it to an audience again, you know. But if we, if we intend to, to keep any kind of contact on that scene, you know, I do understand George just saying, well, there's no point, you know, because it, like, is, it is like where Stravinsky, and it's in the music, you know. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain Too much of love drive the man insane You broke my will, but what a thrill Goodness gracious, grief all the time My long movement You gave my long
on January 2nd. Running. Okay, Mike. Oh, so now we're going to take the Beatles and I'll be quiet. Shooting had begun at Twickenham Film Studios of the Let It Be movie. started working on Let It Be, the White Album had just come out, which was something of a return to a more rock and roll sound, and they decided that they wanted to really complete the process on Let It Be and record just as the Beatles.
original idea was that you'd see the Beatles rehearsing, jamming, making up stuff, getting their act together, and then finally we'd perform somewhere as the big end show concert kind of thing. And uh, Michael Lindsay Hogg was going to direct it. The film was intended as a television special, ending with a live concert. Along the way, the formal concert would be scrapped and the TV special converted into a theatrical film. The original idea was Paul's idea to rehearse some new songs. We were rehearsing the songs that we were planning to do in some big TV spectacular or something. We had a vague idea of doing a TV show, but we really didn't know the formula of how to do it because we didn't really want to do... Obviously, we didn't want to do a magical mystery tour having already been on that trip. And we didn't want to do sort of the Tom Jones spectacular. And we're always trying to be, uh, to do something slightly different. And uh, we're down in Apple rehearsing and we decided to film it on 16mm to maybe use as a documentary. And um, the record happened to be the rehearsal of the record and the film happened to be, rather than a TV show, it happened to be the film of us making the record. So it's very rough in a way, you know, it's nice because, again, you can see our warts, you can hear us talking, you can hear us playing how to tune, and you can hear us coughing and all those things. It's the complete op opposite to the sort of clinical approach that we've normally had, you know. The rehearsals were also filmed by Dennis O'Dell, producer of the TV show, which he planned to use as a documentary called Beatles at Work. Okay, you know, well, it's a new year and we got some uh, new approach, but it soon became apparent that it wasn't anything new. It was just, it was just going to be painful again.
George Martin started the recording. They were going through a very revolutionary period at that time, and uh, they were trying to think of something new. They did actually come up with a very good idea, which I thought was well worth working on. They wanted to write an album completely and rehearse it, and then perform it in front of a large audience, and for that to be a live album of new material. And um, we started rehearsing down in Twickenham Film Studios, and I, I went along with them. I was somewhat taken aback when John started off by saying to me, we don't want any of your production crap on this record. He didn't want to have any voice overdubbed. He didn't want any other instruments to be overdubbed. It had to be exactly as it was. Has anybody heard the motherfuckers? This American group. Oh, really? Yeah, the motherfuckers. Number one this week is the motherfuckers. Followed by Angry Bird Humperdinck. If when she tries to run away and he calls her back, she goes. Stand up, Daisy. It's the best time. I'm not sure whether everybody was behind the idea of going to Twickenham. I think what they decided to do was film whatever they were doing, and they were they were going to start making a new album. I'm turning over. Darling, please believe me. Please believe me, darling. No! 
please believe me. Yes, sirree. I'll never do you no harm. Believe me when I tell you. Oh, yeah. I'll never do you no harm. When, 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 when you told me, when you told me. You didn't need me anymore Well, you know I nearly broke down and cried When he told me you didn't need me anymore You know I nearly broke down and died Oh, darling Whenever there's a break we go into rock and roll, you know, the old good golly Miss Molly or whatever it is. Yeah. And that's our era. We're already old folks talking about our, you know, those were the days and that's what we're like already. So then it goes. Well, children! Child is gone, he shot it at your heart. So if you help on
looking like rehearsal's over. Would I be right in feeling yeah, that? I, feel I think uh, your general attitude is right. 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 I got a feeling too that that's it. January 3rd, 1969. In Newark, New Jersey. 30,000 copies of John and Yoko's Two Virgins album were confiscated in New Jersey on the grounds that the sleeve was pornographic. A Chicago record store was closed down after displaying the cover. 57, take one. The time is 5.45, second day of shooting. <coughs> Yeah, true love, baby. 
I mean, you know, the days were long, and uh, it could get boring, you know. And Twickenham just wasn't really conducive to any great atmosphere. We're just in that big barn.
This will be slate 63 and the time is now 11 o'clock. The time is 5.45, second day of shoot. It was just dreadful, dreadful feeling. And being filmed all the time, you know, like that. I just wanted them to go away and we'd be there at 8 in the morning and you couldn't make music at 8 in the morning or 10 or whatever it was in a strange place with people filming you and coloured lights. Desmond had a sparrow in his parking lot. One, two, three, four, one. Don't let me down. One, two, three, four, one, two, three. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. Hello? Hello? PA. Playback's gone off again. The PA's gone off again. Oh, okay. Sorry. Should we do it with that again? Okay. Just, uh, should we wait? A whisper in the air for that. Ah, hello. It's on again. Oh, okay. It's okay. It's on. Just give us a shout if you're going to. Or I don't know. One, two, three. Don't let me down. She does me. Who she do me? She do she do. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. Don't let me down.
the which the one? The mixer and the eight tracks <clears throat> and all that. I was done supposed to be here for a rehearsal. Max strong taking a tip on the Sunday you'll care My hopes, my dreams come true My one and only you No one will ever know How much I love you so My only prayer will be Someday you'll care for me But Label that way. Also, they probably gather musically more than George here. Yeah, that's what I mean.
stoppers and the cement mixers guild playing you to sing walk don't run by the time we got to let it be we couldn't play the game anymore we could see through each other and therefore we felt uncomfortable because up till then we really believed intensely in what we're doing and the product we put out and everything had to be just right and we believed suddenly we didn't believe i'm so
always going to be my little girl, even though I lost her, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I woke up late this morning. Only my head was in a whirl. It's only then that I realized hey, I'd lost my little girl. Her clothes were not expensive, ladies and gentlemen. Her clothes were not expensive. Her hair didn't always curl. It didn't always curl. But one thing I realized when I realized I'd lost her, that is, I realized I'd lost my little girl. Can you dig it? Taking her away due to her inconvenience. Something to do with about interstate news. I woke up late this morning. My head was in a whirl. Then something hit me as I realized. Too bad about I really Why? never they, thought of that for they just you know, played the first one of the first songs was, we'd ever done. Right, it was, it was on the road when he was 15 or something. Yeah. 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 It's just we always used to sag off every uh, every school day, you know, yeah. and go back to my house, and the two of us would just sort of sit there and write, Love Me Do, and yeah. Too Bad About Sorrows. And there's a lot from then, you know, there's about 100 yeah. songs from then that we never reckoned, because they were all very unsophisticated songs. You know, they said our love was just fun The day that our friendship begun yeah, yeah. There's no blue moon that I can see There's never been in history yeah. but, you know, And we thought, it's too much on It's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're great And that one, that, we always hated the words of, of One After Nine on Baby said to John, on One After Nine on He said, move on, honey, I'm travelling on that line <laughs> said, move over once, move over twice Come on, baby, don't be cold as ice <laughs> Said, move over once, move over twice. Come on, baby, don't be cold as ice. 
65. 
behave yourselves. just spent like the last six months producing an album of this fellow Jackie Lomax and hanging out with Bob Dylan and the band in Woodstock and having a great time and for me to come back into the winter of discontent with the Beatles in Twickenham was um, it was very unhealthy and unhappy. Or to contact the show, visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com. Also visit at yesterdaypod on Twitter and search Yesterday and Today Podcast on Facebook. See you next time.
I'm Paul Kaminsky. And I'm James Kaminsky. And we are the co-hosts of the Third Men Podcast. We are a Jack White history podcast where we go over the White Stripes, Third Man Records, the list goes on. And occasionally, we do a funny voice or two. So you're going to probably want to get used to that. Or turn it off. Whatever your preference. Or whatever turns you on. <laughs> hey now, you're an all-star, because occasionally we'll do an all-star podcast. We did do an entire Smash Mouth episode once, that is true. <laughs> we are every other week on Wednesdays, and we are available on iTunes and really wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, so why don't you come on and find yourself a little home here with us? We promise we'll be weird roommates. If I want to do the dishes without my pants on, that's my deal. That was weird, see? We weren't even lying. 